curious your uh, your impressions. I know it's you know been a few months now, but of Clark Lee and just kind of your expectations with him moving forward. Uh, right. Uh, as far as expectations, from what I know now, uh, Coach Coach Lee is one of the most fair men that I've ever met. Uh, he doesn't tolerate anything, no matter who it is, and you know he has a he has a very strong will, uh, very strong minded when it comes to our team and our abilities and what Vanderbilt uh, you know represents. So uh, I love the guy and I love the the progression that we've made and the way that we're going. So as far as expectations, I think the sky's the limit. David, we'll go to your left here on the front row. Trudy Armand, WZZN Radio, Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, you're, I'm, uh, of course, you're from my backyard, and I, was, I had a very, very fortunate to be able to follow your career for Wade Walter at James Clemens High School. Talk about that experience, and I know you played for one of the best high school defenses I've ever seen uh, on all three levels. How did that help mold you as a player, and what kind of relationship do you still have with Coach Walter? Uh, I actually just texted Coach Waldrop this morning. He sent me a picture, and uh, we were at workouts or whatever, and somebody got a snapshot of me, and I was sweating, and he said, you still look the same, and I was like, I know. So, But uh, as far as that defense and that team, just like you, is one of the best that I've ever been on defensively, and I think that prepared me. And, I mean, we worked our tails off, and we went through a lot of adversity through off-seasons and workouts, and that just kind of put us right in the moment to, to be right where we needed to be, facing teams like Hoover and Hewitt Trustful or whatever. And I just think it went well. Uh, I, I love the relationships I built there, and it, it's prepared me now more than I could have ever imagined, uh, just being in those situations with great teammates and eventually having to come into a leadership role where, you know, it allowed me to just sprout and be who I am right now. We'll stay here on the front row to your right. When you look at the, the defense this year, what are kind of your uh, units and, you know, just as a whole defense, your goals and what your expectations are? Right. So uh, our, our definite goal is to definitely just be the defense that nobody wants to play against. And you get that kind of defense around any team in the SEC and it, it becomes really hard to beat us. And we want to be the ones to take the air out of the ball. Uh, the ball is ours when it's in the air, and we're just going to get after you. So as far as that, our units are working hard. We're, we're scrappy. We're, we're very hungry players, being as, you know, we're, we're looked down upon, and we know that. And, but that doesn't matter to us because we have each other. So we're just going to get after it. Stay here on the front row. I wanted to ask you about two more of your defensive teammates from my area. Uh, Malik Langham from Lee High School, who I got mm -hmm. to know a little bit too. I know he's in your D-line room. Right. And also a, a young man from Gadsden who may be able to kind of break out this year to Ricky Wright. Talk about both of those young guys. Yeah, Malik Langham is a, is a stud, big guy, uh, moves well, very strong and explosive. And uh, I know him from my area as well, and he's always been that kind of dude. So uh, I think he has a, a big year ahead of him, and he, he just has to go get it. So we're, we're excited for him. And uh, as far as to Ricky Wright, the sky's the limit for that kid because he's got potential out of this world and he's a lengthy, fast guy. He can cover a lot of ground. So we'll see what he's able to do when he breaks the lineup. And, and I think uh, he has a lot, of, a lot of potential to do great things in this, in this uh, conference. Hey, on the front row, Steve. You know, after you know, kind of the, the rough season that you guys went through last year, what, what are some signs uh, that you've seen already that you know or that are encouraging that you guys are going to take a step forward this year? Absolutely. I think the first one is just our respect and appreciation for where we're at uh, coming into this 
this off season, we've we've been grinding and we've been definitely learning to to respect and appreciate everything that we have. Uh, as far as you know, whether it's saying hello to the cafeteria lady to. Uh, making sure the weights are put up right in the weight room. Everything is a detail, and we're taking a lot of responsibility for for what we can do and how we can move this program. So as far as that, I think becoming humble workers is our biggest thing, and we've been working hard, and I and I know that good things are in store. And you know, playing in the SEC, obviously, every single week the competition is is extremely high. Um, from your perspective, what's been, who? I guess what's been the toughest offensive line? Um, that you've right. had to go up against in your career? Uh, I would definitely say Kentucky's offensive line is a creature. Uh, I don't know. And uh, for the sad loss of their, their position coach of last year, but, uh, I mean, he turned those kids into, into creatures because a guy from my area as well, Logan Stenberg, who now is on the Detroit Lions, he came from James Clemens, and he was a stud, and I played, played against him as a freshman. And uh, he probably had his way with me, but he, he's a stud, and I think they definitely, definitely are very aggressive. We'll stay on the front row here. I also wanted to ask you about the connection you have. You talked about Clark Lee a little bit, but of course you, you chose Vanderbilt due to Derek Mason. He was a defensive guy. Clark Lee is as well. But talk about also how you've connected with Jesse Minter, and talk about schematically what some of the things you're not going to give it away a lot, but how are you fitting into the defense? Uh, I love Coach Minter, and he's a great dude. Uh, knows a lot about ball. He's been a, he's a league guy, so he's been around a lot of good winning teams and just a lot of studs. And uh, I think he entrusts me as one of those guys that he sees to just make plays. So whenever whenever it's available or whenever he thinks you know I'm in a, I'm in a good position to to make a play, he really puts me in it. And I, and I love the trust that he's building within me. So that's awesome. How excited are you for this year to hopefully be more of a normal football season, playing in front of full stadiums again across the league, as a you know opposed to last year, you guys didn't have that. Right, uh, I'm super excited to have that atmosphere back. You know, uh, as as I'm saying that, also we've been shaped this season to be like you know we could play in a parking lot; it didn't matter. You know, the pigskin's still there, so we'll play. But I think it's super awesome. Uh, excited for fans and Vanderbilt community to get back out there too. So I know they're ready for that, and, and we're ready to see them. You're an Alabama native. What were the selling points to get you to Vanderbilt, and what do you sell to other recruits coming in? Uh, the selling point for me was probably that you know I was making a 40-year decision and not a four-year decision. Uh, this university prepares you for adversity outside of the field way more than I've ever could have imagined. Like. You're going to be ready to take on life as well as a football career if that's what you want. And you can definitely get that here. You see the logo behind me is in the SEC. I mean, this is like the most draft picks every year. So, I mean, if you bust your tail on and off the field, you're set up for the rest of your life and you'll make connections that you never thought you could have made. So that's what sold me. And that's exactly what I would try to sell to somebody else as, as well as having uh, a, a new feel, a new standard here, uh, a new – a new a new atmosphere with coach lee coming in and i mean i've been taught more by him than i have by anybody in the last seven months that he's been here just as far as becoming a humble worker and becoming somebody who puts team in front of self and being that selfless person can take you a long way stay on the front row please uh, david i wanted to ask you how as a squad have you guys embraced or approached name image and likeness uh, I think a lot of guys are going to take that opportunity, and 
our program has made it readily available and they're giving us great resources to get out there. So they're supporting us a lot in that aspect. Of, you know, if somebody wants to help you out or you want to be an ambassador or do something with a brand or partner with a company to, you know, go for it. And as long as everything's all right, then they're letting us shoot for it. So guys can put a little extra money in the back pocket or, you know, send something home. So I definitely think our team's going to take advantage of it. And, you know, I think it's a great opportunity. Any final questions? Okay. I did want to ask about another one of your former teammates. Uh, he's going to be finally healthy, we hope, this year at Alabama. But how much do you communicate with LeBron Ray? And talk, I know he was a, a stud. You guys were together on the D-line, one of the right. best high school D-lines, as I've said, I've ever seen. But talk about him a little bit. And do you still talk with him? Uh, yeah, we still communicate uh, here and there, just checking up. Uh, I know that when he's healthy, the kid's a, a wrecking ball, and he can do a lot of damage as he did in high school. Uh, he's a real stud, so hopefully, you know, I'm just praying for his success and his health and he can get out there and play the game that he loves because I know that's that's what he really invests in. So uh, we, we keep in touch and uh, we definitely communicate about, you know, old times, so it's, it's pretty fun. David, thank you very much. Nice job.